This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to TechCrunch Startups. Today's story is brought to you by Deloitte. If you see an IPO on your horizon, be sure you also see the steps to get there. Deloitte helps companies prepare for their IPOs with insight-yielding audits and readiness programs based on years of IPO experience. Deloitte.com slash US slash EGC. Ride-hailing bike and scooter companies probably raised less money than you thought. By Jason Rowley. After years of fierce competition as private companies, Uber and Lyft are going public on U.S. markets. Scooter service providers, the transportation trend du jour, raised hundreds of millions of dollars to scatter scooters on city sidewalks, to the chagrin of residents and regulators alike, throughout 2017 and 2018. On the other side of the Pacific, Grab and Gojek are raising gobs of cash as they continue to scale upward and outward. Of all the seed, early, and late-stage venture funding raised over the past couple of years, how much of the total went to companies in the ride-hailing, food delivery, and last-mile transportation categories, the latter of which encompasses bikes and scooters? Probably not as much as you'd think. Taken together, companies in these sectors raised less than 10% of the total venture dollar volume reported for each of the past five full calendar years. 4.8% in 2014, 7.1% in 2015, 7.9% in 2016, 8.5% in 2017, and 5.6% in 2018. Now, to be sure, we're still talking about a lot of money here. Companies in these three categories raised more than $22 billion in venture funding rounds, not including private equity, in 2017, and more than $18 billion in 2018. Ventures in the transportation space loom large in the media, and how could they not? It's a forbiddingly capital-intensive market to play in, requiring companies to raise massive sums, which make for good headlines. In its early years, competition between on-demand, point-to-point transportation marketplace companies rewarded brashness and speed with early scale and the long-term structural advantages conferred first to the firms which grew the fastest. But those advantages may not have been as stiff as first expected. Lyft beat Uber to the public markets, raised its valuation during its IPO roadshow, priced at the top of its extended range, and then popped 21% when it started trading. That means the five-year percentages I talked about weren't all fool's bets. Instead, a good chunk of the equity represented is now liquid. Of course, there's a lot more work to do for literally every other ride-hailing, ride-sharing, scooter-renting, and other wheels-providing unicorns in the world. They still have to go public. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— 
and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.